sound okay? Yeah, it was actually not that bad. I could hear most of it. So most that's better than yeah, well, not hearing right. any of it. We're doing our best. Yes, for sure. That's what matters. <laughs> I'm Shivani. I'm Miranda. And we are Far From Normal. I think this is episode 38, I think. What was seven? Oh, oh, I think the last oh. one was 37. But um, Guys, yeah, we're so good at keeping track of this. Yes. <laughs> so good at it. Oh, for sure. For sure. You're right. 38. Yeah. 38. Bad. I'm always right. Just kidding. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can't, moving along. Moving along. <laughs> so we um, basically just got out of a month with a heavy theme. We were focusing on like women's history. So this is the first day or well, not really. It's the second day that we're kind of moving out of yeah. a theme. So um, we have something random for this episode. Although I did realize that this month is uh, sexual awareness month. Mm-hmm. So we do have a few episodes about stuff like that. If people want to check it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because for that's sure. important. And I really want people to, you know, be able to have a voice and to realize that that's important. So, sorry, you were, you were saying we're going to a random topic, right? It's a little bit of a random topic. I mean, this was this was your idea, so I figured you might want to explain it. <laughs> oh, I can. That's fine, I guess. Um, <laughs> so in my philosophy class, we've been talking about animals um, and animals having rights and stuff like that. I'm actually in two ethics classes, and we're talking about it in two ethics classes. So I've seen about four different videos this week. You know, like those gross videos of, like, factory farming? It's mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Um, and then I brought it up in conversation with a lot of friends and family. Um it's, it's so hard. It's so hard for me because, um, in what way? It's, what? In what way? The ethical stuff. Like, mm. it's really hard to watch animals be in pain and to realize that maybe it's not ethical to eat animals, but I also really love meat. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You're not alone in that. Like, that's completely understandable. Yeah yeah um so do did you want to get into like the ethical ethical side of this like we can sure yeah all right all right let's let's dive straight into what the ethics of killing animals right um i i don't know if i've mentioned this in any other episode but i am vegetarian and so i think that might influence what i say about it um but Yes, I do believe animals have rights, and um, I do think it's awful what happens to them. I mean, I don't judge anybody who eats meat because I do. I did eat meat at some point in my life, and becoming vegetarian was it's fairly recent for me. Um, I went vegetarian. I want to say like junior year of high school, sophomore junior yeah. year of high school. So that yeah. might have been like fourish, four, four, four years ago, four or five years ago, something like that. But. Um, yeah, it's really funny because, like, I think it was so random when it happened. I remember mm-hmm. um, I was having a discussion with one of our friends at lunch, and we were talking about, like, whether, um, like, animals were put on Earth for, like, us to eat, to use, and to, like, you know, just use to for whatever we needed. And something in me was just like, no, that's not right. And as we were having this, uh, like, discussion, I was, like, stuffing chicken nuggets in my mouth and I was like realizing how hypocritical I was being so like right at that moment I decided I'm just not going to eat any meat anymore 
And it's just, it just, that's stuck. awesome. It just stuck, which is so, so weird because like you never, like, I feel like it's really rare for like someone to like transition from like a non-vegetarian to a vegetarian, just like that. But like, it honestly was really easy for me. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, in my mind, I was like, all right, this is it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And I just stopped. You never like crave a hamburger? No, no. I like, I said no to everything. Like I, after that day, I never touched, like, yeah. <laughs> I never touched meat again. Um, if I did, I was on accident, but yeah. Yeah. My philosophy teacher told me that he tried to go a uh, vegetarian. I've had a lot of cousins and friends try to go vegetarian mm-hmm. and then they like smell bacon and they're like, well, I'm done. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah cool. No. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's like the more I've like researched this type of thing, like the more it just makes sense for me to go like vegetarian. And I feel like I just feel better. Like, yeah. and I'm not even for like religious reasons, but I, like, I just feel better not eating meat. And, like, I feel better, like, like health wise. And also just okay. like, maybe even like values wise. Cause right. I feel like I'm staying true to like what I believe in and also like acting on it. Cause like, sometimes there's like some cognitive like dissonance, like you say mm-hmm. something and then you do the opposite. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm staying true to myself in that way, which can come off a little like cocky and whatnot, but I feel like um, you're calling me out because I said it was unethical. No. I'm still eating meat. <laughs> oh no, it's totally fine. Like I was up until that moment, I was being super hypocritical because I was like, oh, animals have rights, and like you know, we need to treat animals like well, and we need to like they should not be treated that way. And up until that point, I was in the exact same position as you were, and it's hard for a lot of people to switch because yeah, meat gives you like really easy protein and you know like can actually might be needed for some people for health reasons and that's why like I don't judge people who are by choice aren't vegetarian because you know there might be a good reason why they're eating meat or I mean also it does taste good I understand that and it's so like built into like our system and our society Mm -hmm. to have meat it would be really hard to like take away that Right. And to completely just get rid of it all because so many of us are, you know, grew up on meat. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've done some research on it, just like within like religions and also just in the way it affects your body. And I think just for me, it just makes sense not to eat meat anymore. And if I do choose to switch back eventually, maybe just, I don't know. I don't, I could see myself switching eventually just to I don't know, try foods that I've never tried before, but, um, I think I'm okay where I am right now, but yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say like, maybe if you go to Japan, you'll be pescatarian so you can. Yeah. I was like, I really like sushi and like, that's one thing I really miss. So like, if I go to Japan, maybe I'll just like temporarily go pescatarian (laughs) and I think I'd be okay with that. Um, I read something, this is really random, but I read something in like, Hindu and I don't know if it was in the like Bhagavad Gita that they wrote about this but basically they say that fish is like the furthest um animal in like the food chain or something like that that you can like it to eat that would be like the least amount of suffering that you would cause because like fish are like so low on like the food chain or something like that I might be like talking about this wrong but like it's like it's better to eat fish than eat like like a cow like which is very like sacred in like the Hindu like Hindu religion. Okay. Um, uh, Wait, so why are fish less important? I I don't exactly know. It was like I read this article like a long long time ago, but I think it's just because it's like so so 
I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know, but that's a really good, do you, okay, let's, let's segue into like a different topic. Do you think there are some animals that are like more worthy or less worthy than other animals? Yes. We've been talking about this in our philosophy class. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people in my class think that animals are like intelligent, emotionally intelligent, or just intelligent in general, um, have more rights. Mm -hmm. Um, But personally, well, I don't know how the scientists are studying intelligence, um, but personally, I think there's a lot of different aspects of intelligence and there's probably aspects that they aren't studying because those aren't like typical aspects, you know, like if you can't, I don't know, spell, you're not as smart, but like there's other types of intelligence, but again, I don't know how they're testing it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And also like, there's human beings that are less in, less stereotypically intelligent who deserve rights. So why would animals who are less intelligent not deserve rights? Thoughts? I mean, if we like look at it from like a purely like scientific um, biological standpoint, like there's no doubt that humans like are, you know, built and wired differently than from animal than mm-hmm. animals and like they're we are very intelligent and we have the ability to think think about the future whereas animals they don't really think about the future that's they're true. like that's about them you know surviving and they do what they can to survive yeah. and adapt to their surroundings so there's a difference and from that standpoint but then it like comes down to like I don't know like do you do you treat animals in the same way and um I I don't really have an answer for that I mean obviously I'm a little more biased toward like giving animals rights because I think I do believe that like they should they have souls and you know they're living creatures and I think they're here on earth not not just for us I think it's for earth to function properly and I don't know but um I definitely don't think it's just for us yeah I think it at some point it did aid us in like evolving (laughs) in like the stone ages but Mm -hmm. I think we've evolved to a point where we don't need them in that sense anymore Mm -hmm. and it would be helpful to work with animals rather than against them because like working Mm -hmm. with them also helps the earth and also helps keep it healthy and stuff like that. We've been destroying nature for how many years and we've basically just caused our own downfall, um, you know, with climate change and stuff like that. (laughs) And um, so I don't know, that's kind of my thinking on it, but yeah, what about you? Do you, oh, I wasn't gonna answer your question, but um, do you think, that we have enough like resources for everyone to go vegetarian? That was a random question, but you talked about climate change and global warming and stuff. And I was like, do we have enough resources for everyone? I think we do. I think we do. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I don't think we've, I mean, I think that I'd need to do a little more research on this because I obviously like haven't done enough research on this, Mm -hmm. but like, I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. Like we haven't destroyed earth so much that we can't reverse our damage. Like, I think if we all worked and worked about, 
worked on it together, we could definitely like um, make it so that we'd have enough for everyone. And I think there is enough for everyone. I think it's just a lot of people are making excuses because, you know, capitalism and profits and stuff like that. So like, I definitely think there's a lot of factors that play into it. Mm -hmm. I think, I definitely think it's possible, but yeah. You? What do you think? We talked about a, uh, like, my philosophy class, if I can find my notes, we talked about a, like, capitalist question about it because, like, I think it was, like, the League of Others or something like that, where, like, if everyone does the thing for themselves, all the resources are depleted. Like, yeah, like, I think the example was, like, a fish pond where, like, if everyone tries to get the most fish, there's no fish. You right. Know? And yeah, but the, then you're still thinking about it from like a capitalist perspective and an individualist yeah. perspective. Like if we worked together and we shared and all got like, you know, even yeah. proportions and we weren't super greedy, then I think it'd be able to work. I think it's just sure. people are greedy and like, you know, yeah. they take no, more than they need. I was agreeing with you. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I was just, yeah. <laughs> yeah go ahead. Um, my computer's dying. One second. Okay, there we go. Am I brighter now? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, 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 what was I gonna ask you? I think I asked you like, what do you think um, about about? I guess. Yeah. Do you wait? Do you think animals have souls? I don't. I think so. I'm more. I'm not. I haven't really evaluated that question as much as I've evaluated if they have rights, which so is like, weird. You have a pet dog, right? Thinking that they have souls. But mm-hmm. I more think like nothing, like nothing has a, everything has a right to not be in pain, right? Mm-hmm. So like to whatever extent, to the greatest extent that we can, we should ethically try to sustain putting animals in pain regardless of if they have souls. Okay. We don't know for sure if they have souls, so we should just assume that there's a possibility and not put them in pain. Does that make sense? Right. I mean, you have a pet dog, and so, like, do you, I mean, you have a relationship with your dog. You love your dog. I met your dog. Love her. I mean, do you think she has a soul? Do you think she has feelings, emotions, and stuff like that? I uh, probably, like, when I... Yeah, I don't know, like, because when I think about, like, animals having a soul, then I have to think about, like, what animals would look like in heaven. (laughs) I want to say probably, and, like, I know she has emotions and feelings and stuff, so I would say yes, I think. Okay. Does that influence, like, your ethical thinking about, like, animal rights? I, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like, any animal that feels pain or has, like, some sort of emotion doesn't deserve to be in pain. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay, yeah, I was just curious. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know, the way I've, like, conceptualized it, at least, like, kind of, like, tying it back to, like, me, me being, like, vegetarian, is that, like, when I eat, like when I eat meat, I'm eating their suffering. Like if we think about like what you were talking about, Mm -hmm. um, like just like the factories and like how they died, they were in pain when they died. Like, and so like me eating the meat 
of them in their like their flesh or whatever what I don't know how to say it like without being right. <laughs> like fantastic but like yeah like they were in pain they did not want to be there like they don't have any way of like consenting to like dying or anything like that but like in that sense it's just like I'm causing harm to myself because I'm like putting their pain into my body Ooh. and I feel like like okay <laughs> okay I don't, I don't know but like yeah, I don't know. I've like, I've heard a lot of people talk about like, just like you're eating suffering, like when they talk about like being vegetarian or like vegan or something. I'm not vegan, but I, I've thought about it. But it's just like, I love dairy so much. <laughs> and I love ice cream and cheese. Maybe I can see in the future, I could maybe do that. But also like, I don't have like, the money. And also I live with a family who doesn't is I'm the only vegetarian in my family. So yeah. like, it's kind of hard to like, balance that out with like what everyone else eats. So yeah. um, I had to be a little um, uh, what's the word conscious of my family as well. con- yes that word <laughs> yeah um but where was I going with this I don't know but that I just wanted to add that part that part the, the, the um, you're putting pain in your body yeah yeah and so like I guess like kind of going off of that it's just like it makes I would think that animals have souls and also like thinking about pets like I have three three cats and like I like they are very intelligent and like I know they have emotions like mm-hmm. and they show affection in different ways and to like I don't know view them in a way as like food or someone something that I can use it just doesn't make sense to me because they are their like own individual yes. not person but like own individual like being yes. and so that just, leads yeah. me to the um, another philosophy discussion we had about mm-hmm. speciesism mm-hmm. so like we as human beings like think we're superior to other animals right right so like there's us and then like in american culture there's like dogs and cats Mm -hmm. um but like in other cultures like dogs and cats mean nothing right yeah so like we have a bias for dogs and cats which is why we don't kill them Mm -hmm. but i don't know like a pig it could easily be a pig that lives with us. So like, there's like speciesism, like we're like discriminating against animals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that kind of like tie into like intelligence too? Cause like dogs and cats, I think are a little more intelligent than like say a pig or like, I don't know. I don't know the science behind that, but like, are they? I don't know maybe maybe they don't because like I know people have like pet fish and they get really attached to them and they also like you know they have they do have I've seen some fish with like some emotional intelligence too and like just like they're they have intelligence so like that's a good everything point. just has its own intelligence it's just doing what it can to survive and where it is right I mean like there also is like the question of like evolution like have they evolved to like fit which a is world? why people say that humans are better than everything because we're the evolved <laughs> I mean, but do you think animals have evolved too? Like, do you think they have like evolved into like having like more, like oh, connecting with humans and stuff like that? Yeah. So like maybe our concept of like, no, like our concept of like animals being less than us is outdated. Maybe like in the, like maybe, okay, let's, okay. Here's a theory. Like maybe in the Bible, we weren't evolved so much. So like we weren't evolved enough. We don't evolve in the of, Bible at all. I know, I know, that's my point, that's my point. So, okay. like, 
that's my point. What I, <laughs> so like maybe when like, you know, the Bible came about, we weren't evolved enough to, uh, to, I don't know, have a relationship with animals. Like we needed animals to survive and to like evolve into like better human beings. And now that we're at when this- the, I'm confused. When the Bible came out? Not, not the came out, like when it was like, you know, when it was written. Okay. So like in Christianity. Yeah. When it all started and when, you know, they oh. wrote down everything that, you know, came. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have words. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Kind of. When it was written, when it was written, I think they were interpreting it from, from that, their, their context and their like, yes. their life at that specific right. point in time. Um, there's a word for this um I said perception I said Jesus I said I think it might be I said Jesus I learned about this in history or something like that there's like different um interpretations interpretations of the bible one of them is you interpret the bible from the context that it was written in and the other one being you apply it to your your uh, situations at uh-huh. the moment well yeah yeah for sure so we like, an episode on that because that'd be a fun just talking about thoughts on that anyway continue Um, so like from that, from like that perspective, maybe like the people who argue that animals were put on earth for us were, were looking at it from the perspective of like when the Bible was written, but they haven't taken into consideration that we might've evolved and that things have changed. And so maybe animals have evolved. And so it makes more like it's, we've evolved to the point where we don't need to right. survive off of animals. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I think that's probably part of the issue is the fact that like, there's a lot of people who like read the Bible and think that, think that nothing should change. Like the rules that were, I don't know, some of the rules that were necessary aren't as necessary now. Like the Bible said things about like having slavery, but like, obviously it was written for the time and it was written by people of the time. And so some things you need to take a step, like read it, take a step back, look at it in your context and realize that it changes a little bit. Yeah. That is my hot take for today. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that's like kind of like the issue, like just in general these days, like some people are just so attached to like the traditional way of doing things yeah. and they just can't get out of their own like head really. They can't like, they can't expand like what they've learned of what they've been conditioned to do. And that, I think that ties a lot to like a lot of like, you know, social issues and now, and like how, how many problems people have with like boomers and like stuff like that. It's just because they're boomers. boomers, boomers. Yeah. Cause you know how like, you know how like there's like so many like millennials yeah. and like Gen Z's and be like, Oh, those are like, you know, like the jokes with like, I'm not talking about. like that. Yeah. So like, I think they're just like, so attached to the way of like how they learn things and like, yeah. And it's just, it kind of like you know parallels and stuff like that you know I feel like I feel like that happens in every generation the the like 15 above usually is very um set in their ways 
but not always obviously there's yeah I mean like we had an episode earlier about you being worried that you would be you wouldn't be as like accepting towards your kids which I mean I think the fact that you're thinking about that is like almost like you know an evolution in a sense because you're thinking about that and you're being more like accepting and open and like you want to be different like that's something that our parents never even thought to think about or like we're like you know they were always so focused on surviving and making it making it in the world which is something that we don't necessarily have to deal with worry about as much so Mm -hmm. like evolution (laughs) I don't know (laughs) evolution um a step into a new world I don't know a new age it's really interesting to think about like evolution in humans like are we ever going to like evolve more Ooh, sorry that was I definitely no, you're totally good. I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, obviously, you know, like, I read a lot about his stuff in, like, the spiritual community, and they, they're always talking about, like, you know, the Great Awakening and Aquarius, the New Age, or something like that, and it's, it's, they're always talking about, like, expanding our consciousness and evolving and being more than we are now, and I definitely think we're stepping in that direction. I mean, like you see all that. Emotional, physical, spiritual, mind, mental, like body. I think there. I don't, I think we haven't even touched the surface on like what we're capable of doing. I think there's so much more, and we're just like we're barely scratching the surface right now. What and kind of physical? I'm curious. Physical. I mean, I like physical. Mm, I think. I think this would honestly like tie to like spiritual things too, because like you know, I think you know how like sometimes there's people that talk about like, you know, let's, okay, let's talk about like empathy and stuff like that. You know, like how like you can feel different people's like emotions or like you step into a room and you feel vibes. Yeah. I think, I think that can be practiced. I think you can like, I think that that can be like habits, like a habit, or like you can train yourself to like feel different emotions and things. So I think you could tie that to like a physical aspect of yourself, meaning that like you can feel, you can feel like the energy of a room. You can feel the other person is feeling. And maybe like, telepathy could be a thing in our future like I like I mean like it's not actually that far from like what we've experienced now like if you think about it like how many times have you had the same thought as like the person standing next to you like someone that's really close to you like just like take that a little step further and you have like telepathy I mean that is like a basic form of like telepathy you think the same thing you stare at each other and you like know exactly what you're thinking and like isn't like you're just like you're syncing up like honestly like I'm really excited about our future like I think like a couple generations from now we'll have be we'll be so different and so maybe loving and like accepting I mean we're in that we're in that like process right now we're addressing all these social issues and as like murky and awful as it seems right now I think we're definitely working through some issues and stuff like that and things that need to be talked about sorry I ranted like and talked so much (laughs) but um yeah uh thoughts (laughs) Um, the, lots of thoughts. One of them is going to be me being a whole pessimist, a whole, whole okay. pessimist. Okay. Do you think there will be a time where there's never, where there's no forms of discrimination? I think so. I think, I mean, it might not happen in our lifetime, but I definitely think we're on a path that's going to lead there eventually. Even like but- subconscious discrimination? that's all been like conditioned into us. I mean, think about like 
a baby. A baby doesn't come into the world with bias or discrimination. They don't like they aren't born to be like, oh, that person is a different color. Like, no, like yeah. just like <laughs> they don't. You learn that stuff from like your society, the society that you're born into, the parents that you have, the people that surround you, the environment. So like if we change our environment and we like evolve as a collective together, I think I think that's definitely a potential future for us. Hmm, interesting. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like subconscious biases like are going to be passed down automatically. Um, and I mean, like, obviously you can control them with your conscious, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, my mom had subconscious, does have subconscious biases. And like, I have some, and obviously I'm working on them. Um, but I feel like it, I don't know. I feel like it's never going to go away completely. Even if there are like, it gets a lot better and conscious biases are like good, but like, I don't know. There's always going to be like a mistake people make or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It sound as good as what you said, but it makes sense in my head. <laughs> no, no, I totally understand where you're coming from. And um, yeah, honestly, I think it's just going to take time. Like, I think there might be, okay, they talk about this a lot in like the spiritual community. But they talk about like there being a split. So there's going to be, there's going to be a popular, uh, like a big part of the population that is going to be on like the higher path, meaning that like, we're going to be living in love, we're going to be living in light and unity. And like, bias and like all that sort of thing won't be a part of like their experience and then the other part of the population is going to continue staying in this environment and staying in this um bias and discrimination and prejudice sort of experience and that's all they perceive so I honestly think it's like kind of like where you're born into your environment and also like your perception of things and I do agree that like maybe like some of this like bias and perception can be passed down but I also think that can be healed yeah like I don't think it's the end of the world if you do have like bias and stuff like I think there's a way to heal and to get past that too and we're also working on that now too like and like if we work on it now it's you know we're setting up a brighter future for the next generations so like no, no. <laughs> that reminds me of like the it's so interesting like what things from like spiritual community and different religions all like tie together because that reminds me of like the second coming i don't know if you know the second coming story like of jesus and maybe yeah like the second coming is like all the people in heaven are happy and then all the people mm-hmm. who like chose to be selfish and prideful and stuff and hell mm-hmm. are yeah. rip but um yeah so. yeah yeah i mean I mean, they call themselves like the spiritual community, but it's honestly like the spiritual community or whatever they, whatever they call themselves, it's all like ideas that people take from like different religions and like through different cultures and just take whatever resonates and like put them in one huge bowl. And like, you just do, you just do whatever you want with it, which I really like, which is why I think I'm like, so like attracted to that sort of thing, because like I can pick and choose what I like and, you know, I can do whatever I want and whatever feels good with good for me and feel, is good for everyone else um which is really cool because yeah, yeah you don't need to like argue about who's right or who's wrong because it's always 
it always depends on the person and always like yeah. you know it, what works for you might not work for me right. or whatever works for me might not work for you so yeah that's like you- one of the more important parts of faith like even yeah. if you're wrong if it's helping you you know what go for it exactly exactly it's great um we are out of time <laughs> that's, that's why i stopped talking <laughs> um but yeah do you have any final closing thoughts um um, how far from normal is the soul of a bumblebee (laughs) you know that's bumblebees you know those are i chose the greatest Came up with a random animal and I chose a bumblebee. Hmm. I'm a baby bumblebee. That's a good point though, like bugs versus like mammals. Anyway, I don't know. Do do bugs have rights? <gasps> have what? I mean, I mean, we all just like you know kill a bug without thinking. I kind of think so, which is hard. I mean, <laughs> I, I think we're. Think so. <laughs> Oof. Um, like when I was a kid, I like was the kid who like would put the bugs back in the grass, and like Aww. I try not to kill any bugs. I do kill mosquitoes mm-hmm. just because I don't. Yeah, the bites a little much, but um, I don't know. And maybe it's just part of my religion. Like I feel like. God made these animals. We should not be assholes to them too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the poor little like ladybug is just trying to survive. Yeah, she's just trying to make it in a cruel world. Yeah. So. Oof, that's gonna take some more thinking. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're at the end of our episode, so I might as well wrap it up with um, our usual thing. So thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to reach out to us, you can email us at farfromnormalpodcast2020 at gmail.com. We have an Instagram at farfromnormalpodcast and a Google survey in our Instagram, so you can also leave some suggestions, comments, feedbacks, or you know, future episode topic ideas, or whatever you like. And um, yeah, give us a follow. We're super, act- we're super active on Instagram. You can like and subscribe and hit that notification bell. And we will see you next week with a new fun topic. I love you guys. Love you. (laughs) Bye.